0: Hey, this is Annie and Samantha, and welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Yes, and welcome to February, the month I have the most problems saying, yeah. even with it being a leap year, the shortest one of the year. That was obviously allotted as Black History Month. And yes, that's racist. We're calling that out as it is, as we do every year. So there you go. (laughs) Um, But moving on, we do love celebrating activists in the Black community and do so all year long. But also, we love making sure to fully celebrate this month as it has been uh, set aside, I guess, designated uh, to highlight and give flowers to those in the Black community. So, of course, we're not going to waver from that. So today we are talking about activist Paris Hatcher. Um, Yeah, and Hatcher is a fierce activist and human rights advocate. She has worked for years advocating for the rights for the Black and queer communities, as well as, obviously, feminist communities, um, and has led and founded different organizations throughout her life.
0: Here's a bit about her from the womensmarch.com site, where she is serving as a part of the board of directors. Paris Hatcher is a Black queer feminist in love with the South. With over 10 years of experience on the local, national, and international level, Paris has been working with leading organizations to amplify the leadership of marginalized communities, win public policy campaigns, and advance reproductive and sexual health injustice, gender justice, and queer liberation. Notably, she co-founded and was the executive director of Spark Reproductive Justice Now, one of the leading reproductive health and justice organizations in the Southeast. Under her direction, Spark led successful advocacy campaigns, increased the participation of women of color, queer and trans youth of color, and young people in the political process, and worked with stakeholders to begin to shift the narrative about reproductive health and justice in the state of Georgia and in the Southeast. She completed her Master's of Arts in Africana Women's Studies at Clark Atlanta University with a research focus on Caribbean women's activism and social movements.
1: Yeah, and another one of those organizations, along with Spark, include uh, Black Feminist Future, which was founded in 2014, or BFF. And according to their own site, BlackFeministFuture.org, quote, the organization was formed in response to the 2014 uprisings because of the lack of response and outrage over the murders of Black women, girls, and gender-expensive people, Despite those same folks being on the front lines of movements to end police violence.
0: And when she was asked why she started BFF, she said she wanted to create a unique and important space to amplify the needs as well as the power of Black women, girls, and gender expansive people in the United States. And on the BFF site, they explain the importance of Black feminism and its meaning. Quote, BFF defines black feminism as an ideology or belief system that explains how power and systems of oppression are both interconnected and systemic and provides us with a blueprint for our individual and collective liberation. Right. And they continue,
1: uh, Black Feminisms explain how systems of oppression and power like white supremacy, patriarchy, capitalism, homophobia, transphobia, ableism, etc. are both interconnected and systemic. As Black people, we live lives of multiple identities and experiences that inform how our world is ordered and ultimately impact our daily interactions, thought and lives. We experience power and oppression and our identities at the same time. This also applies to how we experience our identity as Black people. Black feminisms helps us understand that we do not experience our identities singularly. The identities we hold are interconnected in the same way these systems are. For this reason, as Black feminists, know that in order to win, we cannot prioritize one system or identity over another, but instead use an intersectional or a Black feminist approach in our fights for freedom. With this in mind, as black feminists, we believe it is essential that we examine our personal lives as well as the roots of these systems in order to understand how power and oppression work. Black feminisms take shape in many forms, hence we say black feminisms. The work of black feminists is global, intersectional, pan-African, anti-capitalist, radical, socialist, Afrofuturist, and so much more. It is a legacy of liberation work that has come before us and that we continue. And then they go on and say, we invite you to use our definition of black feminisms as a starting point for your exploration into advancing black feminism as the blueprint to our collective liberation. Black like feminisms is a way to analyze systems of power, especially impacting those of us marginalized by race, gender, class, sexuality, ability, and beyond. This means we do not look at these systems as isolated, but instead interrogate how they all weave together into a larger picture. And y'all, this is a great example of what we mean about intersectional. <laughs> right.
0: Yes. <laughs> And they have been working with these principles and ideals since the beginning of the founding of the organization. They have worked on the issue of abortion, uh, voting, and collapsing the patriarchy. Hatcher has been working intensely in reproductive rights advocacy as well. As we mentioned earlier, she helped found and was executive director of SPARK Reproductive Justice Now. Uh, When she announced her decision to step down, she talked about what they were able to accomplish during her time as executive director. And some of those things include... Uh, led a campaign to end the practice of shackling pregnant incarcerated women in Georgia, led a proactive national cultural shift around the issue of race, gender, and mass incarceration, implemented innovative programming like Legislate This, the FIRE Media Camp, and Ignite 2012, the first LGBTQ youth of color convening in the Southern region, anchored two national movement building initiatives, Trust Black Women and the Third Wave Network, and interjected a gender and queer liberation framework.
1: All right. So she's done a lot. And this is just two of the organizations we highlighted that she founded and have done a lot for, of course. Us as Georgians are very grateful for what Mm -hmm. she has done. And it still continues to do because obviously after the uh, Roe v. Wade overturning, she has been very loud and vocal about the need to fight for reproductive justice. Move to End Violence also did a profile on her, and when she was asked what brings her to this work, she said, I have just always felt really called. Uh, When I was young, I wanted to make a difference. I think for me, what stands out as a really big moment in my life is when I learned about the sit-ins that happened in Greensboro by young people, by the young students and the Greensboro Four. I learned about them when I was nine years old. I entered an essay contest about their legacy because by the time it was 1990, it was 30 years since that sit-in, and I just was so amazed that you could do something like that to change the world. And then she kind of goes on to talk about the love of her people. I think of just deep, deep, deep abiding love of my people and of what has been possible. I think about the legacy of this work and what it has meant for people to just feel called, it does feel like a calling. When people feel like that around different types of calling, it feels definitely like a calling. It's not a job. It's not work anymore. Yeah, she's done some amazing things. We thank her personally. I thank you so much uh, for what you have done for our community in Georgia in itself because we know uh, she has done a lot to help uh, marginalized people and just people in
0: general Mm -hmm. here in our community. Yes, yes. Thank you. And I'm sure, again, We'll we'll check back in and see what else she's done in the future. Um, But for now, uh, as always, if you have any suggestions for this segment or anything that we talk about, you can email us. Our email is stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Mom's Top Podcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stefan Never Told You. We have a Tea Public store and we have a book you can get wherever you get your books. Thanks as always to our super producer Christina, our executive producer Maya, and our contributor Joey. Thank you, and thanks to you for listening. Stefan Never Told You is a Production by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.